Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about how assumptions create the mother of all catastrophes. The latest case of this is in California, where they just implemented rent cap legislation. It's no secret that the tenant population of California is swelling. California is trending to the lowest levels of home ownership in the country. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you'll know that I'm a believer in two of the fundamental laws of economics. The first is the law of supply and demand, and the second is a close cousin to the law of supply and demand, and that's called the price elasticity of demand. Price elasticity affects both the supply and the demand side of the equation. For example, if a chocolate bar went up to $10, you might decide, maybe I'll do without a chocolate bar today. It's said to be highly elastic with price. On the other hand, if you have a prescription medication that you are depending on for your very survival, that would be said to be inelastic with price. The drug maker can increase the price and you're still going to buy it because you need it for your own survival. That's highly inelastic. The lack of affordable housing is not because greedy landlords are lining their pockets at the expense and exploitation of poor tenants. It's because government has made it difficult to add new supply to the market. The excess demand has pushed purchase prices to the point where the economics of buying or building new product and putting it into the rental market doesn't work. So when the conditions are not conducive to investment, investment won't happen. Governments cannot compel investors to make investments where they're going to lose money. And the latest ill-conceived policy from California is a statewide rent cap. The rent cap is in addition to any local rent control rules that may have been implemented at the local level. So if a local ordinance is in place, the local ordinance takes precedence. If there is no local rule, then the new statewide rule is there as a backstop. As the New York Times reported this week, the bill limits annual rent increases to 5% after inflation and offers new barriers to eviction, providing a bit of housing security in a state with the nation's highest housing prices and a swelling homeless population. Rent control is among the best understood issues in all of economics, and among economists, one of the least controversial. So why are economists so overwhelmingly against rent controls? The reason is that they mistake the symptom for the problem. We have to ask ourselves why prices are high. They're high because demand for housing in California is high relative to the supply. And why is that? California has a wonderful climate, lots of great cultural things happening, it has strong employment overall, and it's a vibrant place to live. People love the outdoors, the mountains, the sea. California, politically, has been trying to reduce its ecological footprint, and to the extent that that's even possible, they've enacted some of the most stringent air pollution regulations in the country, and they've made it more difficult to build new construction. The poster child for this is the bizarre story of Bob Tillman's five-year, $1.4 million legal battle to turn his coin-operated laundromat into an apartment building, and it shows how regulations constraining supply, coupled with rising demand, have risen housing prices even higher. Bob wanted to redevelop his laundromat into residential housing, and local opponents of the development argued that new development was forcing lower-income people out of their neighborhoods in favor of high-income-earning people. And here's the problem with that argument. Unless you increase the supply, you never have a chance of lowering prices. And more importantly, nobody ever lived inside the laundromat. So wacky as it may sound, the supply of housing is responsive to changes in price. It is price-elastic. As profit increases, so does the supply. And when the supply increases, eventually prices fall. And if you want proof of that, just look at the explosion of properties for rent on Airbnb. If landlords can make more money in short-term rentals, they're going to do it. 
property owners will do what's in their own self-interest. And here's the reality. Only 11% of the nearly half a million U.S. listings on Airbnb are reserved on a typical night. Supply is very elastic with demand. Some hotels are complaining they're losing business to short-term rentals. The average San Francisco hotel guest visits for three and a half days and spends $840 on lodging. The average San Francisco Airbnb guest visits for five and a half days and spends $1,045. That's a big difference. I would assert that price is one reason people don't stay longer in hotels. You might say $1,045 is more than $840, and that's true. But when you rent an apartment with a kitchen, you can home cook some of your meals, which is much less expensive than eating in restaurants. If visitors to San Francisco were to stay in hotels for the same average five and a half days, they would need to spend $1,320 on lodging, plus a whole lot more for meals in restaurants. So we can see from the visitor data that demand is elastic with price, and so too is the supply elastic with price. Airbnb has experienced 31% year-over-year growth in revenue in just the first quarter this year. Regarding the second problem, the swelling homeless population, rent control will do nothing whatsoever for these folks. The problem, remember, is too many people wanting to live in a given housing stock. Capping the price of that housing by government decree will do nothing to solve the problem. What would help is getting rid of the government regulations that restrict the supply of housing. Prices are not the problem. They're a symptom of the problem. Trying to solve the problem by treating the symptom is a little bit like trying to slow down your car by fiddling with the speedometer. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.